Welcome back to the Express. It's Bilal Vakani. We got a jam-packed one for you as I catch up on 205 Live, NXT, and NXT UK. But we kick it off with NXT, and you can always follow me at BilalV87 on Twitter. NXT opened up with the Undisputed Era. They were in the ring. Obviously, Adam Cole now the NXT champion. Cutting a big promo. And even teasing, well, not even teasing, showing off an old Undisputed Era opening for NXT. That's sort of the opening video, which was pretty good. Of course, they were inevitably interfered or interrupted by Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, and Tyler Breeze. Not the Street Profits, but Tyler Breeze, who did get a huge pop here. And later in the night, we would see them in a six-man tag. The promo, as you could imagine, was excellent. The match was great. Surprisingly, uh, we did see the Undisputed Era pick up the win here, which is great. I do want to see them get all the gold. I was sort of surprised when they alluded to that in the ring. They didn't really touch on the women's division. And certainly you would think Maria Shafir um, would at some point factor in but maybe you have to take the title off Baszler and promote her to the main roster before you go there. And certainly they still have to get the tag team titles off the Street Profits, who again, were not part of this, and, which is weird. And obviously the NXT, you know, North American title off Velveteen Dream. So that's it. Match was great. Good finish to NXT. We did hear from the Street Profits later. They were celebrating... Their tag team titles, I guess, in and around uh, Full Sail University, which was a little weird. You know, I've heard of a staycation, but like a work staycation. Uh, I felt bad for the guys, but it was pretty hilarious, and uh, they were having a great time. It was like a very miniaturized version of the Raptors Parade, which was the seventh biggest in sports history. This might have been the smallest, uh, but it was great and a lot of fun. Next up, well, I wasn't even next up because I do this in whatever order I want. Raul Mendoza came out to a pretty good, surprisingly good pop, and I wasn't sure why, and then I kind of realized it was because the fans knew what was coming next, and it was the, de it was the debut of Damian Priest. And his entrance, you need to watch it. The, it was fantastic. It, it was one part Jericho, one part Lars Sullivan, Su Sullivan, easy for me to say. And in the ring... The narrative they constructed with Damien just getting angrier and angrier. And even his, his, you know, he had sort of the Kevin Owens type uh, backbreaker to the apron on the outside. And it wasn't just that. He had a Kofi Kingston-like Trouble in Paradise type move, which he hit and, you know, he followed up with almost a crossroads, which is a hell of a combo. Uh, I like this guy a lot. I think the future is going to be very bright for him. So, incredibly impressed. I, you know, I didn't expect much from the promos they ran. The trailers, if you will. But this guy delivers in the ring. And, and delivers on his way to the ring. And that's what you want to see. Uh, we also found out there will be a breakout tournament. Which is a great idea. I just don't, don't know who the hell these guys are. I'm hoping to be uh, pleasantly surprised. But, you know, I watched the entire PC Combine. There was a lot of guys, and women actually, I, I want to see this breakout tournament for the women that I liked, and I didn't see any of them in here. Uh, certainly, Luke Menzies comes to mind, the rugby league player. And, you know, again, 
these guys are clearly, um, I would hope the top guys, but possibly we might have some duds in there to uh, to create a more interesting tournament. And obviously the same, some of the bigger talents are not quite ready to, you know, like it kind of feels like a mid-card tournament. And, and I, I was sort of surprised a title shot of their choice waits in the future. I highly expect whoever wins this to come up short in the title match. But it's interesting. I'm, 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 I'm curious. I have theories. I want to see it. We, we had sort of a few things with the women's division here that uh, were okay, but probably the weakest parts of this show, unfortunately. Mia Yim had a pretty good promo video, actually. Uh, not as good as anything else I just mentioned. But I like this documentary type almost format kind of crossed over into a promo. Uh, it's almost a little Michael Moorish. And I want to see, I'd love to see one of these. There's so many people on the main roster. I would love just a promo for somebody who doesn't have time for TV uh, to use them. And I thought this was great for Mia Yim and it really reestablished her character quite nicely. Really sold her as a potential challenger to Shayna Baszler after Io Shirai is done with her in that steel cage match next week. To an extent where I'm now convinced that Shayna Baszler will retain her title and she will face Mia Yim. It was such a good package. So that was pretty good, actually. Pretty good on a good show of NXT. Um, uh, you know, and, and sometimes when something's the worst, um, it's not that bad. And I think that was the case with NXT as Taniera, easy for you to say, Conti, Tanera Conti, took on Zaylee. And there's another Zaya on the way here. Uh, this was a great match, and I was pleasantly surprised to see Zaylee win this match. Um, and maybe position herself as a future uh, number one contender for the NXT Women's title. Obviously only one win, but as a face, she's very likable, very good in the ring. Um, you know, I, I like her a lot. Not as much of a character as many of the other people in this division, but you give her a manager, uh, she'd be good to go. Very, very impressed with somebody who I, I haven't seen do a lot in the ring, um, but she was just great. 205 Live, opened as always with Drake Maverick. I love these. Uh, obviously, Drake knew he might be busy. Uh, Pre-taped a great opening. We found out that Akira Tozawa and Drew Gulak would be in a triple threat for the title with Tony Nese. And the show actually ended with three promos from these guys as their matches coming up on Sunday. These were great. I think all three of these men have grown tremendously, and this match should not be on the pre-show. It should be on the main card. Excellent stuff. We also saw Oni Lorcan take on Arya Davari in a battle of runners-up for this Cruiserweight title match and ended in a DQ, not a Dairy Queen, a disqualification as Arya Davari just beat the holy hell out of Oni Lorcan and it was quite impressive. Um, weird moment as Noam Dar cut a promo, I think it was about Drew McIntyre and coming back, Drew, Drew Gulak I should say, coming back uh, and coming back from injury. I forget where he said he was, somewhere in Hukatan or something. Uh, and then Brian Kendrick jumped in and sort of uh, took away the illusion that uh, Norm was trying to create and sort of joked that he had to hop on his private jet to get back to California for his match against some jobber, which he won, um, I guess, Kendrick. I got a bit of a rub with his hometown. I'm okay with that. The opener, actually, uh, of 205 Live was the worst part. It was the loser house party, or I should say the lucha house party, as uh, I love Nigel. Uh, McGinnis likes to say, taking on the Bollywood Boys. The Bollywood Boys actually won, which I was shocked pleasantly uh, as a brown person, but uh, a big win for them. And certainly those guys are having a resurgence, uh, honestly bigger than what Jinder Mahal is doing at the moment. 
And who knows? Maybe a tag team title shot is in the future of the Bollywood Boys. Because we've certainly uh, seen the Lucha Party. And I know this is saying brothers, but I like to call them the Bollywood Boys. Um, I, I just, I, I am hopeful for these guys. I think they're a great sort of B-team-esque comedy act. And uh, I like these guys a lot. And certainly I loved a lot of Nigel's commentary about Bollywood being bigger than Hollywood, which is factually true, but also hilarious. Um, quickly, uh, as we're out of running out of time here, let's talk about NXT UK, which I do love, but not a lot to say here. Um, Walter's Stable Imperium, which now features uh, Wolfgang. Wolfgang? Not Wolfgang. Yes, Wolfgang. Uh, it's not, uh, not the other guy. Uh, formerly of Sanity, he's crossed over. Uh, has joined the faction and Travis Banks showed up to sort of confront them. What's interesting is that I think this kind of clarifies that uh, you know the the uh, the strong style British strong style strong style or should I say mustache mountain will probably be the backup of Mr. Banks, and I'm okay with that. It sets up a cool four on four, um, and it is a very cool angle on NXT UK. There was an excellent women's battle royal that came down to. Rhea Ripley, Piper Nevin, Zia Brookside, not Lee, as we talked about earlier, and Kaylee Ray. Um, excellent spot where Kaylee Ray, I, I might have even missed it, fell out, not over the top rope, came back, took out Zia Brookside, who was the last one left, as Riley and Piper had took each other out. And I loved Zaya celebrating until she turned around and realized Kaylee was there, and it was almost like immediate defeat. Her, her her emotion changed, and that was the match. This was terrific, and I can't wait to see Kaylee Ray take on... Well, Tony time might be over for Tony Storm. Let's look at it that way. Um, weird spot here as uh, Kenny Williams uh, lost to, uh, you know, Mr. Ono, Cassius Ono. And later on, we saw Noam Dar, who was on 205 Live yesterday in the UK talking to Kenny. This is where the canon of WWE gets very messy. Um, although Noam Dar did allude on 205 Live that if he wasn't treated well, he would not come back. So I don't know. It's stuff like this where just pick pick a brand and let's you know let's let's give that time to somebody else because these are very deep rosters. But this was a good promo, and I like. This sort of notion that Dar wanted to manage Kenny and Kenny wanted to break his arm. Um, we'll see what wins out. Maybe they can do both because he'd be a great manager with a broken arm, even if it's fake. Uh, the Hunt, which I had trouble remembering, was uh, the Wild Boar and Primate, because just Primate's a terrible name for a wrestler, took on Mark Coffey and Wolfgang as the other Coffey brother, Joe, uh, was at ringside. Uh, once the match was over, uh, there was a three-on-one, three-on-two attack. Um, but Dave Mastev made the save slash got some revenge and helped out the the hunt, which uh, Mastev would fit in quite well. So yeah, that was a quick wrap of NXT, 205 Live, NXT UK. Great stuff as always. Uh, always a pleasure to chat with you. I'll be back tomorrow on Thursday. We'll talk some WWE news or maybe I'll do something totally different as I drop the mic. Um, yeah, so I'll be back Thursday. Sunday, I will have a co-host. I'm working on getting my boy, Daniel Amante, in here, or maybe somebody else. And we will uh, do a two-man recap of Stomping Grounds or Stomping Ground. I still don't know, and I still don't care. Bilal Vakani out. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at BilalV87. Peace out, y'all.